1: Out there in here, who knows? But either way, we are opening up the Bloom Files here on post show recaps and X Files first watch/slash rewatch podcast. Welcome to the Bloom Files. May I take your order? Because we're serving up two quality episodes of the X Files with, I'd like to say, two quality hosts
0: <laughs> and a side of brains. Exactly,
1: and a side of brains. I put it on my best, uh, I don't know, I guess that's not my magician voice, that's more like a radio DJ voice. Yeah, my magician voice would be like. As look before you. Yes, and you will exactly. see A podcast. It's what Mulder
0: and Scully do the entire episode, and they're like, "One card." To uh, you know, whatever I don't know. I'm not a good magician. I'm, well, I was going to
1: say that feels like a, a more of an old school magician thing. Like, well, the new that's what he magi- was doing
0: with the cups thing in the beginning. But anyway, we're not talking right, about. That but first. I'd say it's
1: more so like uh Jonathan Frakes and that show that he used to do. Right? <laughs> yeah.
0: I also, little known fact about me, really don't like magicians. Why don't you like magicians? I don't know. I just find it all very like. uh Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? <laughs> Maybe, but I. I don't know, like, (laughs) visual illusion to me and the people that do it tend to be a certain type of people that Mm -hmm. the vibe is just not there for me. Can't get on board with a magician.
1: Well, apologies that we're having two episodes that maybe did not necessarily meet your vibe. No, but
0: I like I like the um, Amazing Malini episode. I think it's fun. But Hungry's, no, I don't like this episode. After rewatching it, I was like, oh, yeah. Sorry, all the fans out there. <laughs> well, I don't know if
1: there are fans as much as it was like, okay, Mike needs to watch Mark Pellegrino. That was literally, I think, the epitaph behind oh. why so many people...
0: Okay, and I do think we got something out of this episode with the name Derwood Spanks.
1: Literally? I mean, people who listen to Down the Hash this week know it is... I can say without a doubt, in my 32 years of existence, it's pretty bonkers. the worst name I have ever heard in my life.
0: Yeah, it's really bad, but... Um, it's so <laughs> terrible. Durwood yeah. Spinks. And he plays it off and I feel like the connection between him and that name, it's just like... It's Yeah, it's just it's like, all right, like your character's name is your,
1: your character's name is Durwood speaks. Like, okay, great. No, I I'm, know
0: everything about this man.
1: I am Durwood Spinks, <laughs> the ex-con fry cook.
0: Yes, exactly. Anyway, yeah, we are talking about the... What episode is this in the Season, so the, episode the three, third episode, so hungry. we are
1: backtracking a little bit. Yes, and then episode eight, the amazing money. Yes,
0: and as we've mentioned, does star one, um, Mark Pellegrino as Jerwood yeah. Banks. So which, I would say
1: like he's not the the main star. No,
0: but that. I will say that anybody out there that doesn't listen to Down the Hatch or watch Lost will not understand why this is important, but he does play a character on Lost. He does, he
1: plays a very, Not even
0: a, a main character. No,
1: but a very important character, yes. I would say.
0: Um, but I would say the star of this episode is the guy who plays Rob Roberts, another classic name. Who wrote
1: this episode? <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure that um, Vince Gilligan wrote this episode. He phoned said, it in a little right, bit.
1: Vince, yeah, I'm about to take my vacation. I have to write yeah. an episode in three hours. Alright, uh, yeah. Derwood Spinks and Rob Rob Roberts. Yeah, so
0: they cast uh, actor Chad Danella. Who, he
1: looks like the most off-brand Tobey Maguire. In um, yes, he's been oh, in oh, no, like Jake Gyllenhaal and Donnie Darko is what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, and you know what? He's been in a lot of stuff from the '90s and the early 2000s, including I think one of his big claim to fames is Final Destination, the original. Oh,
1: is he one of the original guys? In I that? think
0: so. Um, he's definitely in it. I don't. I can't recall if he's. I honestly no, he's not been, a fan he of. of Should have been in
1: the episode where they uh, they. Pl- crash the plane. Yes,
0: perhaps. Um, and then he's just been in almost every teen television show from the 90s and early 2000s. Is he doing anything today? Um Recently, he was in Blindspot. He was in 12 episodes of Blind Spot. Okay. So, yes, he is doing something as today. As Rob Roberts
1: as the mutant. No, as
0: somebody named Jake Keaton, whoever right. watched Listen, Blind that's Spot? no
1: Derwood Spinks. No. But we'll, um, we'll forgive them.
0: But, yeah, I guess he was in a, a bunch of stuff, including Final Destination, and then he was in Final Destination 5, but not really. He was oh, in well, archive because, footage. Well,
1: spoiler alert, Final Destination 5 ends with connecting back to the first movie. yeah so he,
0: it says archive footage in his imdb thing which well, yeah, is i didn't funny. want to make
1: him look that uh that <laughs> like he old. didn't actually
0: do it um but yes yeah, so we're talking about hungry which um starts off at a fast food restaurant yeah did this called make you, fat
1: boy did this make you hungry for any fast food
0: no i hate fast food i'm like a like i am i will not eat fast food
1: it's very true i, I think that the it makes we go is like five guys
0: i would don't qualify that as fast food I, see, I would it's it's like it's a little bit different fast food for me is like a big chain like mm-hmm. mcdonald's or burger king yeah five guys
1: is more made they to order. make it's
0: made to order they're making it right there in front of you you're seeing it's not a frozen patty taken out of it for, anyway any fast food not a big fan i hate the way it tastes and i hate the way it makes you feel
1: is it because of this episode partially <laughs> no <laughs> what I will say is interesting. Last week, I'm like, oh, they're finally setting things in California. Both episodes this week take place in California. Yeah,
0: they're not pretending that they're in Washington, D.C. when they're actually in California, which yeah, is, is nice. is
1: that a tone for Season 7 that they're like, we're not giving up pretenses, we'll just go to California a bunch? It's
0: funny you say that because there are a lot of episodes that do ca- take place in California. There's one episode, Hollywood AD, that we're going to watch, which actually is
1: like I would imagine by the in uh, Hollywood, yeah, yeah. but they
0: like go to Hollywood. They're like, and it's like very fun. But um, yeah, I I guess they do do that a lot. But I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's it's, it doesn't take away. They're not. I don't. I only notice it in retrospect.
1: And I'd rather have them go on these sort of side missions than have them continue to pretend (laughs) Mm -hmm. that they're in Washington DC or
0: continue to pretend they're in. I don't know the Northeast, whether right. or not.
1: <laughs> so mix we, it up. We start with a typical '90s cliche. We've seen this a number of times on the X yeah. but it feels more prominent as of late. Mm-hmm. The long-haired grungy dude. Yes, because we had we had sort of the punk guy right in Don
0: Pankow. Uh <laughs> Yeah,
1: in that uh, in the Willie Garson episode. Also, is week. Lucky
0: Boy the fast food restaurant that is featured in Austin Powers?
1: So there's Big Boy is the actual chain restaurant, yeah. but they sort of do t- do it takes on that in Austin Powers.
0: And what's it? Is it called Lucky Boy?
1: No, I don't think it's called Lucky Boy.
0: Oh, it reminded me of it because it is like a baby, isn't it? And it's, like
1: a, it's like a cherubic, you know. Isn't it the
0: same in this one?
1: So simple Anyway, thing. it doesn't
0: really matter. But this guy is like, yeah, man, gonna get some yeah, Costa Mesa. Man.
1: Basically, he comes in at like probably the late hours to order something at the very last yeah. minute. And we both worked in customer service. We know this is the worst to deal yeah. with. <laughs> Truly.
0: And this guy's like angrily demanding <laughs> that they... diet's bright. <laughs> yeah, that actually threw me for a loop. I don't think anyone drinks Diet Sprite.
1: Sprite feels very 90s to me.
0: I love, I would love it like a nice, really? I like Sprite, but mm. not a diet Sprite. That's disgusting. That's like basically medicine.
1: Well, this guy's going to get, I guess, uh, a little bit of payback here. Karmic retribution for that diet Sprite. Well, and
0: what gets me and I think about this later is like basically this episode is done from the perspective of The monster. And that's what they talk about in like, okay, how are we going to do this? And it's. This is from the perspective of Rob Roberts. Yeah, I would who imagine ends this, up being, this is
1: another minimal mm-hmm. Mulder and Scully episode. I would imagine t- true to what you talked well, about last week, a little bit of scheduling difficulties. Yeah,
0: so both David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson were filming movies during this time. Oh my God. Um David Duchovny was filming Return to Me with Min Driver. Have you ever seen that movie?
1: I haven't. What is it about?
0: It's a rom-com. Um and then I
1: cannot imagine him leading
0: a rom It's actually it's actually a pretty cute movie, but um the other, Gillian Anderson filming The House of Mirth, which was like a production company version of a play, I guess. Mm-hmm. House of Mirth is a play, and she filmed it. Um And so they filmed Hungry before any of the other episodes of the season, oh. including The Sixth Extinction in the oh. beginning. So they they filmed this before they did any of the other.
1: So this was like the first episode they filmed of the season. Yeah,
0: but they aired it third because obviously it wasn't in the arc.
1: Right, it wasn't, you know, the big, imagine if they came back, like, oh, we found the, we found yeah. the ship in the, in the, with and the they, water. And then they
0: premiered with this. Oh, no.
1: time to go back to?
0: No, they just filmed this first. It was always going to be third. but So,
1: yeah, we see that this doof gets pulled through the drive-in window. Yeah,
0: because well, I was going to say, the whole point of showing it from the perspective of Rob Roberts is that in the beginning, we even get it. He's like, no, we're closed. Go away. Go away. Go away. And he's hmm. doing everything in his power not to eat this guy's brain, and this guy just made it too easy. So he pulls him into the window where he's attacked and uh, killed. And later discovered that he has had his brain removed from a skull. Right, because essentially the next day
1: we see a skull. We see Rob go into work and essentially they find out that this guy's car was found 10 miles away Yeah, my favorite part about the beginning
0: is when Rob goes into work and he's just like, you are in control of your own destiny, which is like basically him like repeating some sort of mantra.
1: Because we'll find out later that he's, you know, watching these like appetite suppression motivational (laughs) videos. I thought it was more so this dude's working a dead-end job. He needs some sort of motivation.
0: No, he's uh, he can't stop eating brains (laughs) and he's doing everything in his power to stop eating brains.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do find it interesting. So the the smoking gun that they have here initially that leads us to Durwood Mm Spinks was is like, oh, there's an employee button, the Free for Fridays. Yes. Uh, and,
0: that was found at the location, or yeah. at, with the body.
1: Yeah, and so I think I I missed this. Did Rob take Derwood Spinks button? Because he has his.
0: I don't know, maybe there was an extra one or something.
1: Yeah, because Rob definitely had, and I thought initially, like, oh, this is gonna be Rob immediately gets fingered here, but yeah. now it turns out, either Derwood Spinks doesn't have one, or he, like, doesn't. He refuses to show it.
0: Yeah, you know? I can't remember, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's one of those things that, like, um... <gasps> That is necessarily you're supposed to know, but
1: I still can't get over Derwood Spinks. Derwood Spinks,
0: um, but yeah, he's missing his button, and Scully's like, yeah, that's definitely him because he has a criminal record. So yeah, that's he becomes their main suspect. But uh, yeah, there's Mulder a fun- thinks
1: uh, something else is going on. Yeah, there's a fun scene here where Mulder and Scully kick everyone out of the restaurant yeah. to do some investigation, and Rob, you know, like puckishly flips on the intercom, so that yeah. he can hear what's happening, and Mulder and Scully basically talk out loud of. Okay, this guy had his brain very neatly removed, and Mulder theorized that it was eaten.
0: Yeah, well, they actually say it wasn't neatly removed, it was just removed. Mm -hmm. So Scully's whole thing is, like, I don't think this was a, um, like, a ritualistic killing in the end. She says that because, like, there was no... There was no like care taken. Mm-hmm. You know, but um <laughs> it was removed by a proboscis. <laughs> yeah, or, or
1: like teeth sharpened teeth or a proboscis.
0: I know. The word proboscis I actually just I know, don't it, like that it word. It reminds
1: me of learning about animals. Well,
0: yeah, so a proboscis, the the big one that you would know is a
1: hummingbird. Mm-hmm. Um literally. Yeah,
0: or like a um a bee using that to get the nectar of a flower or something like that.
1: Yeah, like a needle mouth.
0: No, it's just like they they have it and then they use it for feeding and sucking. Yeah, so I guess a
1: needle mouth. Needle mouth is, you know, the biologically correct way to say it. Anyway. (laughs) There's a moment here where Mulder freaks out because he thinks he saw brain matter, but it's actually ground beef.
0: Yeah, and I do think that Mulder immediately does suspect Rob Roberts because he is just really weird.
1: He follows Rob around a lot in this episode and it's it's understandable because we see Rob go home and he immediately incriminates himself because we see that he has been trying to wash the blood out of his work uniform and which was
0: really silly so he eventually like bags it all up and tries to like bring
1: it to the trash and he stopped by Mulder mm-hmm. um, because Rob had yeah. been the employee who stayed behind the night of the murder uh, and so Mulder's like I right, just following up on some leads here and then there's this obviously you know almost like the telltale heart right the blood starts leaking out, mm-hmm. out of the garbage bag Mulder's not able to see it uh, he does notice blood coming out of rob's uh, mouth. So I guess that's him biting his lip and yeah about. Do you
0: think he craves his own blood? No, I think he's biting his lip to stop him from, like, doing something. You think so? People, like, because if you cause yourself pain, it'll, like, reset yourself. It's, like, why you, like, slap yourself to keep yourself awake, that kind of thing.
1: But you, I, just, do so you think he did it to distract Mulder, though? You think no, no, I think he did
0: it as, like, a compulsion. Okay, like, I, 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 think you. He I does thought it. you were
1: implying that Criminal mastermind here. Had to no, no, he's Mulder.
0: the thing about Rob Roberts is that he's not a criminal mastermind. That he's like doing everything in his power to like change himself because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be a bad person. He has like a compulsion to eat brains. Like he's a mutant, basically. Well,
1: I guess I answered my own question about the blood because after he tosses. The garbage. Mm-hmm. He like finds the blood on his face. Yeah, he, and he like licks it, savoring it, like he had a, a nice juicy. Well, know, yeah, because I think
0: I think for him, his compulsion is to eat brains, but like that, the blood is part of that, I yeah. guess. But it's all about his hunger.
1: It's well, uncontrollable. He, he spies. Uh, will end up being his next victim eventually across mm-hmm. the street. And so initially, it sort of looks like a molder. Look, it looks alike. like
0: molder, and he's. Uh, he walks up to him, thinking it's Mulder, and the guy like, or he stares at him, and the yeah. guy turns around. And you realize it's not Mulder. He goes, "Hey, what are you looking at?" But the guy ends up being a private investigator who his landlady Sylvia, her yeah. husband hired to
1: her ex husband hired her
0: ex yeah to like get some dirt on her yeah, or something to, to
1: spy on her. Yeah. So, but Rob, but he thinks
0: that it's about him.
1: Yeah, because he's paranoid AF. Because this guy has been sitting outside of his apartment essentially yeah. the entire day. But yeah. this, this is where we also get the effects coming in, right? This is where we see mm-hmm. Rob is sporting fake teeth, fake teeth, uh, fake ears, <laughs> fake ears, which is weird. A wig. Yeah, I don't know about that because obviously this is a mutant thing, right? Yes. Not an alien thing. No,
0: not an alien thing. I mean, as far as we're aware, So did
1: that not necessitate the need for ears? I, I suppose guess not. He of looks is. like a too. or he
0: can hear without. They're not like external ears, is yeah. what I'm. My guess is because he does have like little holes there.
1: Yeah, he does have little like skin that folds in. I find it interesting because Spencer will bring this up that like in the in the future when he goes to visit this therapist, his ear will fall off. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think that's happened in his life? Probably a lot. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, do you think people just not pay attention to the fact that his ears fall off on yeah, a common basis? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we find out here that like you mentioned, Rob is uh, a <laughs> like a. A hesitant villain here he's Mm -hmm. watching motivational tapes he's downing an entire pack of appetite suppressant gum this feels very 90s this is
0: super 90s i mean i think that the um as an avid listener of um medical podcasts Mm -hmm. i've learned all about the 90s and diet pills and i think that it was like a huge thing prior to the fda putting some like stop on all of this, you had literal stimulants out there. People were just yeah, eating ca- stimulants. caffeine pills, speed. Yeah, like, like, um, what the big one is, like, I forget what it's called, but, yeah, anyway, uh, amphetamines. People were yeah, just taking amphetamines. amphetamines. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for, to lose weight. And they did lose weight, because they were on speed. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he basically is is in his house, and he is I guess followed home by, um, Sphinx.
1: Derwood Spinks sne- comes a
0: knocking on his door. This is a
1: really weird episode where Durwood Spinks and Rob either they have like keys to each other's places yeah. or they just like are very easily able to get into each other's houses.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Or maybe it's the 90s and it's just easy to do Everyone that.
1: Everyone their doors, including <laughs> Durwood Spinks.
0: Yeah, or he just lives in a shithole and it's able yeah. to easily be broken into. <laughs>
1: so Durwood Spinks reveals that he had gotten fired because. They believe that he had murdered this guy. Really?
0: Well, but, and he also... He basically says he's fired because he lied about his criminal record. Oh, gosh.
1: Gotcha. I was like, they're they're really jumping to conclusions no, by firing him a day They after.
0: find out about his criminal record, which he didn't disclose on his job application. So mm. they fire him, which in this day and age is not um, something you could do. Um, yeah. Unless it was something that r- inhibited you from doing your job, which it obviously doesn't. Right, um, and but- he basically tells Rob, like, hey, um, I... Left you to lock up, and then I came back after because I I don't know why he says Cause I'm Derwood because I'm Derwood Spinks, and he <laughs> says um, I know what you did. I have a, a bottle of your diet pills, and there's a bloody fingerprint on the top.
1: Exactly, literally, your fingerprints prints are in blood right now. Yeah, and be- essentially he blackmails him. Yeah, right? he's like,
0: give me all your money, I'll take all your shitty electronics, and uh, yeah, that'll be great.
1: Yeah, so Rob is spiraling... Right now, so much so I that, would be too. Yeah, yeah. so he not good. The, the uh, I guess the the company behind Big Juicy Boy or whatever this is called uh, offers like counseling services. Lucky boy, lucky boy, Big Juicy Boy. What's up with Juicy Boy? No, um, but they offer counseling services yes. to those that are might be aggrieved by the situation. Sort of like in, uh, like a legal measure. Yeah, but, but like you know when uh, like if someone dies in your high school, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they offer that, and so that's
0: it's, she says she's calling because it's part of their insurance policy
1: to do. that. Right. this is like Rob's Dr. Melfi in a way Uh, he's going to go visit her I forget do we have her name
0: Um, I forget her name in the show, but we know her from other stuff. We know from other stuff. So she and (laughs) I was like, I recognize. Oh, Doctor Mindy. That's right. Oh, the Mindy. Doctor Mindy. So I recognize her as the mom from Halloween Town. Yeah, very apt timing. Her name is Judith Hogan. She's been in um a, a lot of stuff. She was in Armageddon. She was in um just like. Tons of shit. Like, mm-hmm. but, um, I would like to point out that she, uh, was April from, uh, the Ninja Turtles movies. The original ones. The original ones. Yeah. Not the, like the 90s ones. Yeah.
1: With uh, what's his name is Casey Jones. Oh I my forget. God, yes. <laughs> I
0: love that. Yeah. And you think, like,
1: your first crush was Casey Jones from those Ninja Turtles <laughs> Who's movies. Whose
0: was it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Many people.
0: No, I don't think you're right there. I think shout, you're. Shout incorrect out if you,
1: if one of your first crushes was Casey Jones from the 80s Ninja Turtles movies.
0: I think you're. Uh, I also wanted to be her in those movies because she wore those like high shorts and she looked I mean, I so guess, good. Did she
1: wear like the yellow jumpsuit in the movie?
0: No, no. She wore these like cut off Daisy Dukes and she just mm-hmm. looks like. So cool!
1: Wow, who would have thought that Megan Fox would not be the most scandalous April O'Neil? No, definitely teens. not. But that
0: was before, before this anyway. So she's much older here anyway. Yeah. Um,
1: but basically, Rob goes to see yes. her, and he starts to get tempted by the hunger. Mm-hmm. He nearly eats her here, but he decides, like, no, well, I might as well just leave abruptly and not create the, a worse situation for myself. Is this
0: before or after he goes to? um, No, this is after. So before he also goes to Spinks's. Is- Apartment to try to find the pills, right? No, so,
1: this is he's gonna steer it's for like the first simultaneously, time and then he'll come yeah. Clean later on, I see. Uh, he'll go back to, to Big Juicy Boy, and Derwood spish shows up to grab his paycheck. And this is mm-hmm. when he goes into the hole, like, I used to dip my nuts in the coleslaw. So gross, classic Derwood sphinx. <laughs>
0: yeah, also, that bucket of coleslaw is alarming. Yeah, That
1: is a giant vat of coleslaw. It reminds me
0: of the scene from Never Been Kissed where, um, uh, I think it's. Whoever, the guy that plays her sister, um, oh, uh, David Arquette. David Arquette, yeah, eats a whole bucket of coleslaw. Oh, as, yeah, as a, as a dare. and Does becomes that on the first day to yeah, become instantly And now he's cool kid? and popular. <laughs> so stupid.
1: So I love when, that movie. This is when Rob goes to That's the. That's the
0: second we can up reference that movie.
1: <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, great flick uh, Well, I think it's Octavia Spencer was in it. True. So, uh, True. Rob goes to the Sphinx residence. Yes. to, to Because he wants to try to find the bottle, exactly. which is dumb. Why would the guy keep and it And of there? course, Durwood Sphinx finds him. And so this is where Rob will truly reveal his, his yes. true Voldemort form. So he's
0: hiding in the closet and Spinks basically like arms himself with a baseball bat, bat and starts going towards the closet and he starts taking off his ears, taking off his, his wig, takes
1: off his wig. Takes
0: off his teeth and comes out of the closet and eats his
1: brain. I did not I didn't notice his eyes turned black. Do you think well he yeah, had, he took the contacts Oh out Yeah, too. Had contacts. yeah he he
0: basically there's one one image where he's like folding the colored contact out.
1: I have to say, so pseudo lost spoilers. Uh tune out for the next minute if you don't want to hear lost spoilers. I'd say this is infinitely a worse way to die for Mark Pellegrino than getting stabbed by Benjamin Linus. This seems much more gruesome. Yeah,
0: Prabraskis to the head, not yeah. great.
1: <laughs> I mean it does seem like a one-shot here where like yes, he, he's dead. he I mean, dies still, instantly. I would not wanna like I'd rather get kicked into a fire and burst into ashes than have my brain eaten by Rob Roberts.
0: Yeah, neither sound great. Um, but at least the other one was a little bit more like uh, I would say epic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is pretty sad. It's epic in a different way. I like how it sort of shot out. It almost seemed like something out of a face hugger. You know. Yeah. So it's like a little like spider thing. Uh, so Rob is going to now not exactly come clean to his counselor, but I think he realizes mm-hmm. how deep in he is. He has now killed three people in, seemingly like, two days.
0: Yeah, and she's, like, she sees that there's something up with him. It's not the rest of the interview yeah, she's, she's having. she's
1: giving this 90s pop psychology right of, oh, there's a mirror that reflects mm-hmm. back actually an ugly and warped version of ourselves. The, if the most handsome in the world, like Peter Jennings, went into a fun house. <laughs>
0: yes. <at DC. laughs> and so he admits that he has an eating disorder, which yeah. is, like, wild. Technically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she sends him to Overeaters Anonymous, which I didn't realize was a thing. But that's—is is
1: it a thing? I'm sure it is. I'm yeah, sure it was. I don't know if it is now.
0: Yeah, it was founded in 1960. Apparently,
1: mm-hmm. I would imagine that know. maybe it's expanded now to be more of like an wow. eating disorder. Overeaters
0: Anonymous estimates its membership at over 60,000 people in about 6,500 group meetings in over 75 countries. Wow! They call it o a
1: oh the o a <laughs> yeah, start doing the five movements, oh
0: no, um, but yeah, I'm sure it's about more than overeating, but um. Yeah, so she sends him there because she doesn't realize that he just eats brains.
1: Yeah, so this is when Mulder and Scully will basically drop in. Saying, oh, finally, yeah. Remember them? Like, <laughs> hey, uh, do you know anything about Durwood Sphinx? And he says, no, that's a ridiculous name. Mm-hmm. Why would I Why would I know that? Uh, Rob is going to go to Overeaters Anonymous. This is where he's going to find, you mentioned her before, the landlady yes. Sylvia. Seems like a nice enough lady.
0: Yeah, she's very nice, and they're sitting down. They're bonding. Um, she. We also remember there's a part now where Mulder, like... Talks about the original guy's missing brain and that a tiny shark tooth was discovered by Scully when she was doing the autopsy, Mm -hmm. I guess, in the skull. Um, But yeah, basically, Rob sees Sylvia at the meeting, um, but he doesn't respond well.
1: Yeah, but of course, this happens in every single scene in like a blank anonymous uh, pop culture uh, institution where they're like, "Oh, you new character must go up and speak." Yeah. So and, while he's
0: speaking, he's like giving a very visceral description of yeah, eating a brain. He's
1: basically, like he's at half mast, essentially. Down yeah. there with, the, with how excited he is talking about eating brains, he he's talks, saying
0: it's salty and buttery, delicious. It's like and bite, what's, what's biting
1: the, into a juicy cloud. Yeah. What's
0: the kicker about this is that everybody in the in the in the room is also like, "Oh yeah, I totally know what you're talking about," but they're all thinking about like. Pie.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donuts. Not brains. Not brains. Know, maybe there was a couple people out there. Well, and so he starts, this is like one of the
0: special effects of the movie, or the movie, the show, where mm. he um, starts seeing like pulsating
1: brains yeah. in everybody's skull, which yeah. I thought was a little cheesy. Maybe that was just a tactic to make sure he wasn't nervous, right? Like, if you can imagine everyone in your underwear, just so imagine is this what brain. he
0: sees wherever he goes?
1: Oh, that's interesting. That's like whenever um, he gets
0: hungry, he starts seeing pulsating brains. Well, that
1: reminds me of Edward Toombs. Yeah. Right, for many reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he like see people in yes, a certain way. Yeah. Ew. Uh so Rob unfortunately, like like you said, has made a bond with his mm-hmm. his lady, uh, his landlady. Gonna be a bit of a different bond as Rob sort of like regretfully realizes that she has to be his next victim. Well
0: yeah, so he says goodnight to her, but then his hunger becomes like too overpowering and he like has to kill her
1: basically yeah. which is sad she again was super at least derwood Spinks was a douche mm-hmm. and this the the opening guy seemed like an a-hole and this private investigator was doing some like bad thing yeah
0: this lady was perfectly nice and fine. i think this was like the the pinnacle of his like um compulsion like right, he couldn't help- hunger knows no morality yeah or he just like had to um and so, to cover this all up, he disposes of her body somehow. I forget. He like gets rid of it. Yeah. And then he like destroys his own apartment yeah,
1: to blame Durwood Spinks. Yes. Saying like, "Oh, you won't believe this! Durwood Spinks came by and smashed up my my place."
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mulder's like, "Do you know this guy, this private investigator?" And Rob's like, "No." Um. And then that's when they find Sylvia yeah. dead.
1: This is the and this is just when everything. It's calamitous mm-hmm. train wrecks upon plane. Well, so he's wrecks. gonna
0: run. He, this yeah, well, is like he, and doc,
1: yeah, doc, was I can't remember. Does Doctor Mindy drop by? Yeah, or? so she
0: drops by because he didn't show up at their at their meeting, mm-hmm. and this is when he's like packing to like run away.
1: Yeah, and this is where he starts to just. come completely unglued and we're not just talking about his ears right he said oh i went to your meeting it was a waste of time you can't take biology i'm sick of being someone that i'm not
0: yeah and so she's like i know that you murdered that guy like i know that it's you and he's like oh yeah you i did but also you don't know the half of it and he starts like taking off his ears and stuff. when
1: i killed your brother i looked just like this
0: yeah and so it's confusing to him because she like doesn't Show fear. She's like mm. accepts him, which is weird.
1: I guess when you're
0: she just feels bad. She's for She's a him. very
1: well trained psychologist. Yeah. That if When someone pulls off their ears and their hair, you just completely give a stone face. And
0: so I guess when they found Sylvia's body, the Mulder and Scully are like, "Oh, they must be Rob," and so they come yeah. back.
1: Yeah. So basically, seems like a bit of a stretch. Basically, but they Rob come back. <laughs> was going to go was going to eat Dr. Mindy. Yes, of Mulder course. Mulder comes in to stop him, and basically this Dr. Mel Dr. I'm gonna keep calling her Dr. Melfi, Dr. Mindy tries to talk him down, saying, You know, be the good person I know you are. Conceal, don't feel. But <laughs> Rob is just too overpowered by the hunger. He charges Mulder, and Mulder is forced to shoot and kill him.
0: And Mindy's like, Why? Why'd you do it? And he's like, I can't be something I'm not.
1: Yeah, it's very much I don't know the Elephant Man. Yeah, which I, I actually not the
0: yeah I actually kind of like that final ending. Pretty cool. It's
1: it's interesting because what I really enjoyed about this episode, as opposed to an episode like Tombs and Squeeze, which is probably the closest mm-hmm. comparison, is because we see it from this vantage point. It is very. It's not very. I would say it's sympathetic. Definitely it's sympathetic. more sympathetic than Eugene Victor too. <laughs> and
0: I would say it's very. Uh, I don't want to say it's not as emotional, but there's no, like, investment with Mulder and Scully in this, whereas in Tombs, like, there is a, like, Mulder and Scully are deep in that, whereas they're barely in this episode, so, like, you have to, like, get to know this guy, care about him, and then feel Mm -hmm. bad that he died, whereas in the other ones, it's, like, You can feel sympathetic to him, but you're also more worried about Mulder and Scully. Whereas in this, they there's no stake in this.
1: True, you know, Roy Rob Roberts does not kidnap Scully like Eugene Toombs does underneath an escalator. So it allows us to. I think it's also an interesting allegory for this idea of addiction as well and, compulsion. Mm-hmm. and obviously we don't all want to eat brains, but I think we all succumb to certain vices yeah. that make us feel like at the end, you know, I, I, have I am to. who I am. Exactly. I can't fight biology from that perspective, which is a sad, but true fact about addiction, which is a disease.
0: Yeah. Um, this is a uh, fine. It's good. It's I all
1: enjoyed right. It, it was, <laughs> listen, it was worth it to learn about Derwood.
0: I guess that's true. And then also just some side notes. So, um, the guy that plays the agent, the, uh, pri- not the agent, the, uh, private investigator mm-hmm. is actually David Duchovny's stunt double. Which oh, is pretty fun. oh, well,
1: that makes sense as to why, like one of his stand-ins. Yeah. So he'll
0: appear a few times, I guess. Um, and yeah, I think I already, I already mentioned the stuff about the, um, being filmed and all that. So. Mm-hmm they were only available for two combined days of filming wow so they
1: the two of them i wouldn't say they filmed this entire episode in two days right
0: (laughs) no just them
1: (laughs) wow all right well we're gonna take a quick break grab some food if you want to just nothing out of anyone's head when we come back it's time to attend a magic show with the amazing malini All right. We're back. We're getting boozy. I brought you a Bellini. Answer, right? <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> I was just like, what do you how do you say it with a cold Bellini?
0: Yeah. Oh, so t- funny. It's time
1: to get into magic begrudgingly from you. We got a magic-based episode of the X-Files.
0: Well, I I like this episode. I'm yeah. just saying in real life, I'm not one to seek out magicians i'm not a chris angel fan i'm not
1: a <laughs> i actually don't know anyone who is a chris angel fan i think i know there are a lot of who people who <laughs> like him obviously really? I think there are people who ironically love him nowadays i feel like he was such a I feel like real weirdos love him of the joke
0: oh yeah that's true but then there's also like um what's his face that David was in- Blaine. yeah
1: exactly like i i could care less Jesus is. it's David Blaine. So that being said, speaking of real-life magicians, Mm -hmm. we have a couple in this episode, right? Let's continue on the train of interesting guest stars. Yeah,
0: so I guess that the episode was written um, with the main character in mind. So um, Vince Gilligan is part of it, but I guess Frank Spotnitz, is Mm -hmm. how you say it, um, was the one who largely thought of all of this and i guess he wanted to do an episode with magic and illusion um since like the beginning and we finally got <laughs> to do it um so i guess the that guy that white whale yeah so i guess the guy who plays Malini his name is Ricky J um and he's one of uh Frank Spotnitz's favorite magicians and oh. he was brought in to play
1: the part of Malini he reminds me a lot of if orson welles did magic yeah, or, very like, much or so albert <laughs> alfred hitchcock like he yeah. much has that, that yeah of look to it and then
0: the other guy's name is robert lizardo and he oh no that's not him
1: um the guy, jonathan it, levitt, the guy jonathan levitt. The
0: yeah that's jonathan levitt and he's i looked him up and he actually was a host of a vh1 show about magic back in the day i remember
1: that back when they were doing the celebrity mm-hmm. like let's bring on deal they called it
0: Celebricadabra.
1: What a mouthful.
0: <laughs> and he's, uh, I guess pretty, pretty like, uh, well known and still performs and stuff, you know, like, live and all of that.
1: I gotta say, I really like this episode because of how unique it is, and I guess it makes sense given the thematic concepts of magic. And tech. I will say,
0: I like it better knowing that these are actual magicians because I do think there's something to be said for, like, the skill that goes into yeah. all of this stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, to, to open here, the cold open is the titular Amazing Molini. Mm-hmm. He's performing out of a shitty little van on the boardwalk, uh, and he does, like, an entire routine, and he does a trick with cups and balls and turning it into fruit and it's interesting, yeah, because I would assume these are legitimate tricks that these people yeah. are doing.
0: And so basically, I mean, he's heckled right from the beginning by
1: the guy who turns out to be Le Bonge. By Billy Bones. <laughs> it's not Billy Bones. No, I know.
0: I just like the. His name is
1: Billy Le Bonge. It's not. like uh, Billy Crudup, I think, who plays Billy yeah. Bones in Muppet Treasure Island. Anyone who's
0: ever named Billy, I call them Billy yeah, Bones.
1: Bones. Trying to be bland <laughs> Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so he's heckled during his little thing, and um i i do like the trick that he does i feel like it's got this like air of like mystery to it but yeah. it is very like
1: old school it's, it's very much like children's birthday mm-hmm. party magician
0: yeah or like what you would do at the turn of the century
1: <laughs> like exactly magic the, i guess though it's better than the cgi trick that they do of him turning oh, his head all the way yeah. around God, that looked terrible. It did look pretty bad. So they, it looked like they literally just took his head and like, swooped and they it never, around. and
0: they never explained that. And that's kind of like the butt of the joke throughout the yeah. episode and at the end as well. But, um, basically, Emelene, he, he, he's going to only be paid $75 for this. Rough. And the guy that ain't him when he goes to pay him comes to the car and his head falls off. <laughs> <And then laughs> his he, severed head just rolls on out of the car
1: window. I just, it's really, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, pretty funny. And the guy's face is like, Oh, 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 it fell off. Did I do that? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a murderer. Yeah.
0: What I do, It's like more than his job is worth to go into any of that.
1: What I really like about this episode is that it's a mystery, but it's more of a mystery, like almost a heist episode. Yes, it is where, a heist. Where like Ocean's Eleven, where there's a big reveal at the end. But you don't
0: is- realize that's what it is until the end. Exactly. You think it's about solving the death of one of the magicians. You find out there's yeah. more than one. You find
1: out there are two Malinis. <laughs>
0: but you think it's about solving this murder, and then you think it's about finding out why he would fake a murder and right. then you think it's about why he would try to get out of this debt to this guy yeah. and then you find out it's they've been working together all along
1: it's this odd like layers yeah. upon layers which right, i like where I, it's interesting because you know while Molini is the titular focus i feel like there's much more focus on labange yeah, he's
0: the one doing the busy work
1: right he's going
0: he's pretending he's, to he's heckle he's the one that's
1: supposed to be alive
0: Right. So he's pretending to heckle and then he's, per- and then he pretends to be Alvarez later in the, stealing the stuff. Yeah. So he's the one doing all of the, like, the leg work here. And no pun intended, because we're going to meet somebody else oh, in a minute. Um, but amazing,
1: Melina, you got no legs. <laughs> you got no legs. <laughs> Want to use some ice cream? Uh, so. Mulder and Scully have been brought in to investigate this. Scully just believed it's straight-up murder. Mulder is just... Of course this dude is obsessed with magic. Right? Yeah, of course. He's talking like the magician, being like, "Oh, Scully, but you have to look at the illusion. Exactly. Going on behind and Scully's that. just like,
0: this is uh, complete garbage. Like, <laughs> go away. Speaking of
1: garbage, they're gonna watch a tape of the performance yes. from the boardwalk, and... Track the fingerprints that Labange Le left on his soda cup. Yeah, because she noticed yeah he's a person of interest. Like he's the only one that was really showing a negative attitude. Yeah,
0: and so when they come to him, he basically tells them that he thought that he was like a ripoff, like he was like old school, like he wasn't cool, he wasn't like new magic or whatever.
1: Because new man magicians turn their hands around like five hundred degrees. Well, no,
0: so he says, like, oh, what he did, like that's nothing. Like, see, I can do it. And he turns his entire hand in a full circle, which I guess has something to do with being like double double-jointed or something well i think practice there's, there's, and all that
1: there's also this thing and i think spencer wrote about this as well where i think you could really easily make a trick where you're because the the yes. camera just focused on the hand right like you could just very easily but i do think people are able, body around i do
0: think some people are able to do that yeah um but,
1: but Scully, a, scully's gonna do it later on the episode y- exactly no. jointed. no
0: but either way there he's showing you that it's possible outside of like some sort of like magic it's like an illusion is basically what he's saying um and then they're gonna head over to do a little autopsy
1: yeah i do like labange comparing him and malini to mozart and salieri (laughs) yeah he's so i hate labange in this (laughs) did you ever see amadeus
0: i have seen amadeus i've seen it through maybe once yeah it's a long movie tried to watch it when i got older and like really Mm -hmm. could maybe understand it and never made it through
1: yeah. I just think it's fun that, again, this would be a guy that uh, he thinks he's super highbrow. Yes, exactly. Despite the fact that his trick is showing him, look at my, look at what my elbow can do. Well,
0: that's the thing about magic that I hate is that they all think it's like super highbrow. <laughs> they all think that it is like an art, and it is. Don't get me wrong. It takes skill, it takes mm-hmm. practice, it takes all of that. But like the fact that it's like they all come at it with this, like, this is the most amazing thing since sliced bread. Like I can't, I just can't get on board with that kind of ego.
1: So the autopsy absolutely throws things out of r- yes. whack because it shows that Malini's head was attached via spirit gum like you would put on <laughs> yes. a fake mustache
0: and that it was cut cleanly off after he died of a heart attack <laughs> and
1: that the body has been dead for over a, a month, month. <laughs> and refrigerated <laughs> so many even weird though like yeah and went. this is
0: like very confusing to them because the carnival manager the guy who was paying him earlier was like oh I spoke to him like yeah, right before that him. so it's a little confusing they're not quite sure what's going on meanwhile we are back with lebonge who is going to a man called sissy alvarez sissy like c
1: c s C-I-S-S-Y. That doesn't help things. His name is still Sissy.
0: I mean, his name is probably something else, but he's known as Sissy Alvarez. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Well, this guy is, again, another 90s trope, right? Like the tatted up ex-con. Has,
0: like, hate written on his knuckles or something. Exactly,
1: Hangs out in an empty pool bar with Mm -hmm. his cronies.
0: So he's an ex-con and um, who
1: actually was in because we should mention that Le Bonge was an ex-con as well. He was yes. maybe he was in the same cell block with Erwood Spinks. He was put away for pickpocketing uh, like Oliver Twist style, apparently. Perhaps. Have I we didn't fo- realize they still arrested people for pickpocketing.
0: I mean, maybe he must have done it more than once or you something. Like, like he's an illusion. Yeah, I don't know. He probably, like, was doing it, like, at a large venue or something because mm-hmm. he thought he was cool and a magician. Um, anyway, he basically is coming to this guy, Bane, like, I know that Malini owed you money. AKA Herman Pinchback.
1: <laughs> AKA Herman Pinchback. Which feels like, honestly, Malini feels like the normal name and yeah. German pitchback feels like the stage name.
0: Yeah. But I guess Malini is a name of a magician from oh, really? the turn of the century. And he he like hacks the name. Oh, right. That's what LeBron yeah. says,
1: right? That he took on the name of this guy. Yeah. The amazing Malini. Yeah.
0: And so he basically says, I know this guy owed you money. Um, by the way, he's dead. By the way, I made his head fall off. Um, and I will get you all the money that you want and are owed and more if you help me with something
1: i will so he does a trick where he lights his hand on fire oh yeah and it turns out that he's holding the alvarez's wallet very very like incredibly calm reaction from everyone else to someone's hand being lit on fire
0: yeah so i feel like the hand being lit on fire was not that amazing to me because i know of things like non-burning accelerants that you can do that with because would, of our, our work in theater. Right. But I would still, no matter what, you yeah, no, would react still at least
1: raise my eyebrows. But I guess that they were, they were probably
0: given me. the note like, okay, you're not impressed
1: until he shows you the wallet. Right. Cause you're, you're thugs. You've seen yeah. a bunch of stuff on the street. Someone lining their hand on fire. Child's play, but they stole your wallet. Gasp. <laughs> yeah. So Mulder and Scully are going to go see Herman Pinchback's twin brother. Albert Pitchback. <laughs> who works in a bank. Apparently, according to Spencer, this is actually the same chain of bank from Monday. Oh, that's
0: funny. <laughs> so they sort of
1: have like the, the Let's potato chips of the X-Files here with the bank. Like the Morley. So Albert has a neck brace and no legs.
0: Yeah, he basically says, I got into a car accident in Mexico um, and I lost my legs and I hurt my neck, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: because initially, Albert's going to give this whole backstory and say, well, I used to do magic with my brother, but I gave it up. And Mulder's like, I got you. You're actually the real Molini who faked mm-hmm. his death. He's like, well, I have no legs. He's
0: so. like, I'd love if that were the case, but I have no legs. I lost them in Mexico. And he rolls out, and he's a man in a wheelchair with no legs.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder if they did, like, a lieutenant dance. And I
0: don't know if this guy is, like, an actor, but I find his acting to be very funny.
1: Like, it's I, very, I, like... I would imagine, as a magician, I do think you have to be performative a bit, so yeah. I would not be surprised if he's probably done something. But I'm
0: glad that he's not super performative. He kind yeah. of has this, like, low-key vibe, and I enjoy it. It's all very like monotone.
1: <laughs> um, so now Mulder and Scully are now going to go to LaBange to say, listen... I know you hate the dude, yes. but you're the only person we can really lean on at this point to help solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, you really like this bit that he did with the the secret trap door. I did. I thought
0: it was so funny because he thought that he was... So what's funny about this is that he knew that there wasn't a trap door there. Yeah. And he pretended to think there was a trap door there and then dropped the note from Alvarez, the marker during his, like, pretend finding yeah. of the trapdoor, but when it's happening, you're like, he's like, if I, you know, he, like, does a very, like, and there's a trapdoor here, and there and and it's very funny.
1: Um... So we start to get Labange's plan being put into yes. effect, where... First off, Albert's going to have a really weird conversation with a <laughs> This guard. really
0: threw me. This so, would never happen yeah. today. <laughs> so
1: we will find out later. He was, he signs out this, like, armored, this is part of, again, the whole route. He
0: does this every day. Yeah, he signs out an armored
1: yeah. truck to deliver the money. We used to do
0: this in retail. You'd have to sign for the armored truck mm-hmm. when they bring the change for you. Uh,
1: and so, but Albert's going to have a conversation with the guards about, like, his gun.
0: Well, so he probably sees these guys every day. So yeah. he has a very casual relationship with him. They clearly, like, are sympathetic to his plight having no legs. Mm-hmm. And so he basically is like, hey, I'm thinking about getting one of these after my accident in Mexico. And he was like, oh, yeah, here, why don't you check it out? Just hands over his gun. So at first he takes the clip out, and I'm like, oh, he's going to take the clip out and let him let him see the gun with yeah. the clip. Hands him the Clip and the gun.
1: Why don't you load it yourself? Please? Yeah,
0: like it's and so basically, we're gonna find out later that um, he swap swaps. Guns. No, he swaps the clip for blanks.
1: That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So
0: he reloads it with blanks. Yeah, because he has the ability to to do that sort of sleight Still of hand.
1: Wild. They, I guess he he knew that these guards were just big big doofs that they would actually give him. Yeah, his that's gun. why
0: I'm saying like this would never happen in this day and age with the gun issues that we have in this country. Like nobody would hand over a gun to somebody.
1: Yeah, like unless
0: they were like your family member and even then oh. you would even then you would take out the the clip and yeah. you would put in the safety on like <laughs> exactly
1: so as the after they have that little weird exchange sissy alvarez is gonna come in and mm-hmm. basically like oh you need to redeem right. your brother's debt
0: yeah so basically he he is told about the marker and his brother dying so he's like I'm gonna uh, basically I guess LaBonge gets him to go there is yeah, probably think, well, his plan.
1: because LaBonge told him Yes, like, you're gonna think, help me. I can tell you where to go and, like, who to see. And so I think Sissy Alvarez assumes that okay, he works with the bank, this is where I'll get my money. But yeah. really what LaBonge was doing was setting him up so that he could impersonate Sissy yes. Alvarez as, as they, like, the armored van stops and they're like, something's in there and it's LaBonge. Yeah, so
0: basically, yeah, and and we find out that Albert set, or Pinchback set all that up. But they need uh, Alvarez going into the bank. They need that on video. Right.
1: They need that—that that sort of like surveillance smoking gun for lack yes, of a better term. Exactly.
0: And so Labange. Fake holds up the van. Yeah, and
1: he puts on, like, those temporary 25-cent yeah. tattoos. And then
0: he fake holds up the van, gets away, and we find out that um, Alvarez gets arrested because of that attempted robbery later.
1: Exactly. Uh, I would say, while this is all going on, Mulder's doing some nice tricks with a coin. Yeah. I wonder, do you think Is that David, the knuckle thing? Yeah. Do you think David Duchovny knew that? Did he have to learn that? No,
0: he probably knew that. I feel like that was something people would just teach themselves. Like, I used to try to teach myself that after watching Pirates of the Caribbean
1: nice, I <laughs> nice. In you're in but yeah you know
0: he used to do that and that's yeah. something that what's his fate is, it does what's his name johnny depp, johnny depp. <laughs> i couldn't remember I the name Tra- of johnny
1: depp um, that's Captain so upsetting to me and my mom brain i mean listen uh if, if you forget johnny depp's name it's not the most funny thing but he,
0: apparently he could do that in real life and that's oh, why okay. they put it in there but i guess it's something that you probably just like picked up as like a Kid in the nineties.
1: Another thing that Labanche does as part of again the big master plan, mm-hmm. basically purposely gets himself arrested. Yes, where he where he essentially walks back into the shady bar. Yeah. points a gun at Sissy Alvarez and like uh, basically. I, I, so we are to, are we to assume that he like called the cops on himself essentially?
0: Yeah. Basically,
1: because he runs outside and the cops are there. Oh
0: no, he calls the co- he before he goes into the bar. He makes a call on the payphone and oh, goes right. and goes. Oh my God, somebody's waving a gun around. Walks into the bar, walks
1: out of the Starts bar, waving a gun around.
0: Yeah, and that gives him enough time to do that before the cops come. But I don't. Bef- isn't it before that that Mulder finds out that Pinchback is Malini and that he faked his legs?
1: No, then, so that's, oh, that's that happens that's after now. This. Yeah, because he's because this, this is going to be the last we're going to see of Labange for yes, a while. Is that right. he's going to purposely get himself arrested?
0: Mm-hmm. And so and. Then and also Alvarez is arrested because of the attempted robbery earlier, so everyone's getting arrested.
1: Mulder, meanwhile, uh, makes a bold claim here. That yeah, this is tough. <laughs> he being right, Where he, like, essentially throws Albert <laughs> yeah. back out of the wheelchair to reveal that his legs were there. I the will say, time. at least
0: he takes him into another room. He, like, wheels him into another room and, like, yeah basically says like he admits that he found it. he's like i know that this is you're pretending to be yeah. your brother but
1: i mean if this was like a cringe comedy you know it would have actually been
0: he would have been like uh, he an would amputee. have actually
1: not had legs and he would have thrown him onto the floor but
0: it's not it's all about the illusion
1: exactly uh so Molini's gonna finally come clean limit who he is but i love how uh, much like labange and much yeah. to your brain like he has standards right that he t- he racked up all these gambling debts and scully's like Why didn't you just cheat at cards? He's like cheat at cards. I know.
0: Um, And he admits that he found his brother dead of a heart attack at home and used his body
1: as a double. He went to go for a loan because yes, because he was in debt. (laughs) Um. Anyway, um. They and and, Molini's going to get arrested here. Mulder and Scully are going to arrest him.
0: So Molini's arrested. is arrested. Alvarez is arrested. Um. And oh no, Alvarez isn't is arrested. Here. No,
1: they they they. Go, oh no, he is
0: arrested, but then he they, gets they, out early.
1: Yeah, and they find the money in the ceiling as well, which doesn't help, right? Like they go to bust right. him up, and then a bunch of money falls out of the ceiling, right? Um, well,
0: because they arrest him because they're like, oh, you attempted robbery earlier. Right. They record the guard, right? The guard from the truck recognizes the tattoos on his hands. That's the
1: thing, and that's because he'll look at the um. The security
0: cameras. Exactly.
1: And see, and see Alvarez there. Uh, so Mulder and Scully, though, they have it all figured out. This is yes. the big reveal. This is the big, like, Hercule Poirot, Sherlock Holmes. I know yeah. everything. They go to the jail and Mulder, you know, approaches these two guys and is like, all right, here's my big brain theory. Uh, you were actually working together mm-hmm. to get revenge on Chrissy Alvarez. Sissy alvarez. sissy
0: alvarez because he was in prison with labange making his life a living hell right and and, but
1: also Molini racked up it was very much like we have something in common like, it's very much like murder on the orient mm-hmm. express right Where are and of johnny depp they all had uh, an axe to grind against <laughs> i guess against so. Them, so they all ended up doing it
0: yeah and so basically what they were able to do was get themselves arrested so that they had a, a airtight alibi escape because they can right because they're magicians and then return to their cells before they were anything was noticed
1: and on top of that now their big plan which we'll talk about Mulder ends mm-hmm. up thwarting, is for them to because you know Molini worked at the bank under the alias of albert pinchback he was able to essentially set up a wire transfer yes of all this money to the two of them to help resolve the gambling debts and give them a windfall of cash
0: but the only way he could do that was if he had from Mulder his FBI badge number yep. and his ID or his fingerprint. Right. Which he got when he had Mulder pick a card and he was able to see the, the ID when he flashed it. Um but Mulder takes the card out of his wallet.
1: Yep. He takes his wallet in general. Like he took it from evidence yeah. just to Stop all of that so we don't see essentially what happens but it's a fun note to end on that we don't necessarily need to Mm -hmm. see these two guys end up with pie all over their face because assumingly they do
0: yeah of course i mean basically they're free they're not going to be convicted of any crimes but they're also not going to make any money
1: (laughs) right and so i would imagine that uh once sissy alvarez gets back out it's gonna be (laughs) and
0: that the whole point that they were even called into this was because that they needed an fbi agent yeah that was it
1: that's the only reason. Then that's mm-hmm. why everything happened with the, the fake body. And, and then
0: Mulder says, I don't, the one thing I don't know is how he was able to turn his head around. And Scully goes, Oh, I know that. And she turns her hand 360 degrees. And um, he, Mulder <laughs> says, How did you do that? And she says, Magic. <laughs> that's so stupid.
1: It's <laughs> Gill- Gillian Anderson really didn't have a lot to do this. Actually. I
0: like her vibe there at the end, though. She's just like, yeah, I'm cool.
1: I, I like that she was tasting it at the end, but I yeah. feel like unfortunately she was a bit sidelined for all these other shenanigans yeah. going on in this. And episode. even Mulder
0: wasn't really in this that much either. No. I mean, that's pretty. Standard for season seven. It's like there are some episodes where he's just not there because he's like kind of phoning it in a little bit.
1: It is interesting thematically, though. I feel like in both these episodes, it's Mulder knows the truth. And in the, I I really uh, give it up to Mulder to be able to outsmart Mm -hmm. these two magicians in the end. Whereas a poor Scully like does autopsies, gives scientific investigations, and that's about it. Yep. Turns her hand all the way around. And that's it. These were two fun episodes. I think while hungry. Hungry has hungry has like some schlocky B movie value to it, on top of like I think yeah. an emotional weight to it. And the amazing Melini was just really fun, yeah. to watch. Like it's I think, a fun episode. That's we, why I like to watch yeah. it because
0: I do think that it's something that is just like very like easy to 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 digest.
1: Yeah, unlike brains. Between like the OTT performance, <laughs> the whole aspect of the the magic and the like the turn that comes at mm-hmm. the end where all is revealed. I just think it. Was, I think it was an enjoyable episode overall. Talking spooks, who you spooking? <sighs> um,
0: I'm spooking
1: Hungry has gotta be Durwood Spinks. <laughs>
0: yeah, Durwood Spinks for sure. Um and I guess in this one I'm gonna spook um probably uh Molini's head. From the beginning, <laughs>
1: yeah, he made it his dead brother,
0: his dead brother's head.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm, yeah, I'm probably gonna say Malini because of what he did with his head.
0: Yeah, it's like pretty he, spooky. Like
1: he still did turn his head. Pretty all the way exorcist. Around. <laughs> so it is pretty wild. So. Yeah, two more episodes of this really unique Season 7 Oh, down. it's going
0: gonna, it's gonna to take a bit of a turn here in these next two episodes we're going to be watching.
1: Yeah, so next two, we're actually doing, I believe, two ARC episodes. First time we're, we're yes, talking back arc, to the ARC, six, the Sixth Extinction. We're doing Episodes 10 and 11, Sein und Zeit, and mm-hmm. Closure.
0: Yeah, so, fair warning... We're gonna deal with some children's stuff oh, in the next episode, but it is all connected to little, Mulder. Is it
1: little German children? No, no,
0: it's not little German children. Was oh, the title in German? <laughs> it is in German, which is so funny. Oh, no. um, it's, not. <laughs> it's not about that. <laughs> I'm very upset. Um, anyway, it's very similar stylistically to the episode we watched in the fourth season, Paper Heart.
1: Oh, okay. So, more, great. More child kidnapping. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, joy. Um, the episode
0: title is in reference to Martin Heidegger's best known work, which means being and time in German.
1: Oh. Uh, and then Closure... Uh, you know, you're very familiar with Martin Heidegger. Oh, okay. I have my po- I have his poster on <laughs> The our German
0: wall. philosopher. <laughs> and so I'm
1: assuming Closure will literally it's bring it. Closure to that arc.
0: Yes, correct. It's only two episode arcs. But is it
1: is it mythology or is it just a two-part episode?
0: It uh, has to do with Mulder's sister a little bit. <laughs> and his Samantha. mommy.
1: And his mommy. All right, so we're getting back to the Mulder of it all next uh-huh. time. Can't, can't bench Mulder and Scully in these episodes. No, truly can't. They're, dead. They're in it. So <laughs> episodes 10 and 11 next week. You know what to do if you had feedback of Bloomfield. X-Files at PostShowRecaps.com, x at PostShowRecaps.com. Of course, you can tweet us, at Angelology, at a Mike Bloom type, at recaps, And we'll get into it all as we continue through Season 7. Spoiler alert for Season 7, we're going to be here for quite some time. I think we're like a third or almost halfway through our coverage of it, but it has been very enjoyable, very weird, but very enjoyable so far. So I'm going to be very excited to continue on that train with Sein und Zeit, and closure. A uh, special thanks to Corey B for his fantastic theme song. We'll be back next week covering episodes 10 and 11. Until then, case closed.